You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome to Sports Day. It is a Tuesday night. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler in the Sports Day studio. Hello, gents. Oh, how exciting. It is super exciting. Oh, what a exciting. We finally know who's going to play who. The players. Actually, a couple of big names missing, Scott. A couple of big star halfbacks Mm. missing this week. They're not big in stature, but Mm. they're big in... Have you had a look through the list yet, Sats? I know you've been busy this (laughs) Arvo. He loves it. I'm not a huge fan of Teamless Tuesday. Oh, okay? What? Oh, not if it's I want the most requested I want the segment. listeners to tell us. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Teamless Tuesday. Should it be a segment? That, our, everyone needs well, to find out about say. their team. You know, they're driving home. They do get a say. on their veranda the with a tinny going. Important stakeholders. How's my Cronulla Sharks going to look yeah. this week? And what do the boys think about it? What does Scott Sattler think about the Panthers? Without well, their star half. Oh, I've just dropped that one. Sorry. Badge, just, uh, can I just be honest here? He doesn't care about your team because he doesn't want to do teamless Tuesdays. You've, you've played for seven clubs, so straight away you've got an interest in most <laughs> No, games. I, I love talking about some of the most notable players that may be playing. Or well, may that's not what we do. But, yeah. yeah, but just not every game. No, you don't have to, Scott. You, you, you can do every second game. game. And, and I'll just, do every other game. Just a couple of things out of it, mate, because our listener mm. loves that stuff. Because they are naming 24 players each week. I'm not asking you to name yeah. every. You're the one who does the whole They're four naming corners. 24. 24 players each week. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a COVID thing in case you get a bunch of players go down yeah. in, all in the spa at once. What? <laughs> you might want to rework that. Hello <laughs> to our listeners, by the way, uh, who are hopefully still tuning in uh, via the Super Radio Network. Southern Cross Australia and, of course, SCN. You can get involved anytime. 0457 736 736. Don't forget to tell us your name, how you're listening and where you're from. And the best texter again tonight will score for themselves a Spinal Ease pillow. Visit spinalease.com.au. Now, winner last night was uh, Yamba Seagull. I spoke to him. You bagged him. No, you are full of rubbish. I did not. I picked him. We mean bagged him on air or no, bagged to us. He said, oh, "I spoke to Yamba Seagull." <laughs> you, you are you're a knob. You're a knob. I don't even Gee. know why you're here. Well, I think you're a bit wittier than that. Just calling him a knob. Like, mm. I can't stand him to be honest. <laughs> Every day we fight. How's your dodgy ear? I got a staph infection. <laughs> what? What? Yep. <laughs> in your ear? Well, no, it's in my system, but my ear has suffered the brunt of it. Okay. I actually can't hear you, which is a good thing. What are you oh. putting in your ear? <laughs> He's so saying yeah. ear. So Yamba Seagull. Yeah, yeah. Great bloke. Owns a carpet court store. They've had a bit of trouble with, obviously, 
uh, with some flooding. And he said, oh, mate, I'm so excited about having a a pillow because I haven't got much else at the moment. And if you're in that area, there's a lot of people need replacing their carpet. I mean, just everywhere you go, carpet's just been ripped up first thing to go. Carpet, lino, whatever your floor coverings, if you you need. So go and see Yamba Seagull. Where is it? Carpet Court. Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah. Wasn't it opposition? No, I don't know now. <laughs> hey, uh, your hey, facial the expression way. there wasn't convincing. <laughs> yeah. It's another one. Yeah, Yamba Seagull, text us and give us <laughs> give us the name of your store and your I address. See we'll give you, you a plug, mate. You went blank. Love the rubber <laughs> bank with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, on a serious note, happy International Women's Day. And yep. Have we've got female listeners listening? I've got a really nice text. Molly? Molly? Yeah, Molly. Molly. Yeah. yeah, Lou from Nanango. Yep. She uh, texts us all the time. So, uh, happy International Women's Day. And, and to kick that off nicely, the Aussie women's cricket team won the second game in the World Cup against Pakistan and New Zealand this afternoon. Nice. Um, that uh, Healy lady, she knows how to play, doesn't she? Lisa, yeah. Lisa? She is incredible. 77, uh, she got 72 runs, sorry, which was, was great for the Aussies. How's, what's going on with that microphone? It's banging away. Oh, he's there, doing isn't it again. What's, um, how, how's the, uh, the men's? How are they going against Pakistan? Looks like it was going to go to a draw. Day five. What's well, that lunch at we the were moment? Six for something or other. <clears throat> I think Pakistan have gone nuts with the bat in the second innings. I think their run rate's up to about one point two. Um, <laughs> it, it's been uh, hands it's up. It's been it, horrible. It, it's been the no, worst test match I've ever no, seen. It has. Very but, important. But can I say? Can I say? What has been absolutely sensational is the Pakistani crowd with yes. their signs saying, thank you, Australia. That thank Marnus you. Labashain. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming out, Australia. Yeah, it's the important thing of this game is that Australia got there finally after yep. years of you know not going because of security threats. You can, it, It's bigger than the game, isn't it? Now, of course, we'd rather have a result. But that's huge. Yep. What are you doing with that? Hey, what are you doing? You're banging it's the Google. Dip. I'm just Googling things. Maybe no, you're rubbing something on your and mic. And it's going through I'm the not microphone. Not rubbing anything at all. I think that's do the a... Google thing again. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah do it. Just do oh, it. Oh, look, we'll the the keyboard's rubbing up against his microphone. Oh God, you too. That's honestly, are we on air yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, not for another five minutes. Oh. So if you can hear Sats do, making that noise, zero four five seven. Seven three six seven three six. Hey, just on the uh, the World Cup, I watched that first game with the Australian women's up against England, who are current world champions, of course. Australia won that one, uh, and um, the young spinner, uh, Alicia uh, Lana King, yeah, outstanding. Three Laggy, wickets, three, three wickets, yeah. patting the arm to Warney. It was the day that Warney yeah. had passed away. It was, it was outstanding. Lou from Nanango on International Women's Day. Thank you, Lou. We love you listening. Bring on Team List Tuesday. Nah, she's only Yee-hoo! saying that because against me. Good on you, Lou. Hey, we lost a listener last night, and I don't mean as in like. No. Like, no. You know, like Rod Marshall, Shane yeah, Warren. Shane Warren, lost, no. Didn't we lose uh, Glenn, the reality He's gone. king? Can I just say, Glenn, the reality king, I was going to open up the show tonight with maths last night was outstanding. My wife, I actually, I didn't watch it because I was SASing, but my wife was watching a catch up today. Outstanding. And she was cursing a bit, I've got to say, unusually mm. for her. She's going, oh my God. Are you a Dom or a Sophie fan, guys? I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a, no, Olivia. Dom or Olivia. Oh, what did I say, Sophie? Yeah. So Dom or Olivia? I'm yeah. Dom. I'm, I'm Dom. I'm Team Dom. What about you? Dom, I didn't watch it. No, I just heard You're my You're not wife. on Team Dom Dom no, or. I'm not, Olivia, no. Right. I'm with, um, oh no, last night. Uh, What's his name? Buttrose got kicked off. That Ida. was very dramatic. Now, tell me his Ida's background. Nephew. Is he a convicted? Yeah, cocaine. He, was, he went for Why is he cocaine. getting airplay what? on a reality well, show? they decide to put him on and 
for whatever why, why reason. Why do we give Wait, a why, like that why is the time? Why is the nephew of Ida Buckrose considered a celebrity? I didn't say he was a celebrity, but he got. But that's what SAS is. It's celebrity. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'll say he's a celebrity, kind Have of an anti-celebrity. And anyway, it made for some good televisions. Better than those people with the. How dare you? Someone smashed a glass. Abusing everyone on maths. How dare you? You're you're banned. That is the worst. Seriously. That's a weak suspension, suspension. Does anybody agree with me about SAS against maths? Like, seriously, one one is actually serious, intelligent, good TV. And the other other one is maths. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt sorry for that cheese plate. What a waste last night. I was watching maths and that glass went through that cheese plate. I could have smashed that. So, Mm. well, did you actually hear anything when they're actually drinking and eating? Or are you just looking at the Food. The food. Like my, yeah. Yeah. You're like my Labrador. You just hey, we've got some guests tonight, by the way, who may back out of the show uh, really quickly. Regan Campbell-Gillard from the Parramatta Eels joining us on the show real soon. Uh, and um, we haven't spoken to anyone from the Swifts, New South Wales Swifts, for a while. They're getting ready for a grand final replay, rematch, whatever you want to call it, against GWS, GWS on March 26th. So we're going to chat to one of their international imports, uh, Helen Housby. Superstar. Oh, good player. She's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, yep. And I want to thank uh, Bryony Akel, who actually teed up the interview for me, been doing all the heavy lifting for us tonight on Sports Day. So there you I'm being it. outvoted. Andy from Tweed on our text line. Bring on Teamless Tuesday. Why is your microphone you, rattling? I'm not touching what anything. What have done? I don't know what he's done. It's annoying. Move stuff around, Scott. Mm. Hey, boys, uh, those two big outs, uh, should we just mention who they are now before we get to TLT? No. No? No, you got to wait. That's called a hook okay. and tease. So Adam Reynolds and Nathan Cleary you're talking about? No? What? Seriously. Oh, I mean, You're a jerk. We'll just forget that segment now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll can it. <laughs> That's the only interesting bit from the whole thing. Hey, what about Buzz's comments last night on NRL 360 saying the Bulldogs players aren't happy because they aren't using drones at training uh-huh. and predicting that Trent Barrett will be the first coach sacked followed by Madge? I, I Bulldogs just, I, players are predicting their coach will be the first sacked. No, he's predicting oh. that the players aren't happy and he's predicting that their coach, Trent Barrett, will be the first coach sacked this year, followed by a match. It's the first show, Buzz. I don't like that. Did someone ask him that question? Because I really don't like that question. Who's going to be sacked first? And he says, well, I've got to pick someone. I'll pick Trent. That's, I don't like that question Shouldn't being even be up. a conversation. No, it's not. Should good. not even be a conversation. Like, okay, let's go, let's go six rounds in and, you know, there's a couple of clubs without a win. You go, okay, do you think one of those coaches, okay, they're under pressure. But before a ball's been kicked in anger, I mean, I'm a bit like you, Badge. You know, when we get asked at the start of the year, give your predictions and who's going to get the wooden spoon. I hate answering like it. it. I know we've mm. got to because, but but we've got to answer it. But it's a it's a question that there's so many moving parts that a team that has a tremendous playing group but will suffer so four or five injuries I'm and probably, all of a sudden I'm probably in trouble because I didn't answer it. You didn't answer it. No. Mm. And someone else in the room predicted their mates' team. Would finish uh, wooden spooners this year. You picked the Rabbitohs. No, he's no, real the cows. Mates. Oh, he's real cowboys. Mates. Oh, the cow. Toddy Payton's team. I know, and uh, again, I, I hope I'm wrong. I'm, I'm happy to put my hand up and say I'm glad that I am wrong in this occasion. But for a what? number of occasions, uh, for a number of reasons, I, I think they yeah, they may struggle at the back end of the season. Mm. Um, Can, I've got some good news though. Yeah. Uh, Phil Gould hit back today on Twitter, uh, and he actually put up the drone footage. From Bulldogs yeah, so this, this is an argument around uh, apparently 
Buzz was saying he, he, he didn't want to throw players under the bus, but there's some players that have come from other clubs and it's not as technical. And so all you got to do is just get your mate, just put a drone up, pretend we're filming, yeah. and the boys will be happy. <laughs> really? Yeah, the attention to details, not from their, their former clubs. And obviously he's okay. alluding to players that are, that are new at the club out of all those signings. They've got a lot. And, you know, as you're saying, Woogie, one of those is about, oh, we had drone footage at our other clubs and we don't have it here. And then... <laughs> Within 12 hours. Yeah, Gus has put up I like what Gus their training is doing. sessions. He's defending that club. I like what he's doing. But I don't know. They're an easy we... target. The Bulldogs yeah, are an absolutely. easy target at the moment. Should, should we then run Even a poll? Break. Should we then run a poll about which journalist is going to lose their job first this year for not fact-checking? No, because it might be me. <laughs> I said journalist. Yeah, I know. Right. I actually got told once I'd... I, Years ago, and I've been right. I had been on radio for a long time, and someone said, what, "What's your job?" And I said, "Journalist." And I got berated by a a real journalist. You're not a journalist. You're right. a commentator. Ooh. Ouch. Oh, hey, um, they had the the launch of the Bulldogs season last night, uh, lads, and uh, Gus Gus got up to have a chat, and he's called for calm around the club. Have a listen to this, and then I'd love your comments. The big thing I want. For the, for the club in the next 12 months is to have a sense of calmness and to return to a sense of confidence that I think this club used to have and it used to be one of its greatest assets. We just need to relax a little bit, settle down, allow the coaches to coach, allow the players to play, allow the administrators to administrate and then keep pushing on to bigger and better things. That's why he's good. Is he up in a drone saying that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually put a tweet up saying... Training. I wish they had drones heavy enough to carry me so I could watch <laughs> games on a drone. Um, but yeah, oh, he's exactly idea. right, Gus. For fans, you know, without a ball even being kicked off in anger, you do, you've got to be patient. You've got to have faith in in who's been appointed as the coach and who's recruiting, whatever it may be. So it's a great message. What was also great about the the Bulldogs season opener last night, everything was everything was local. So all the food was Lebanese food, Middle Eastern food, Beautiful. the music that was played. Uh, for the, when they introduced the players, it was all uh, Middle Eastern music, Lebanese music. and oh. Yeah, it was a really good touch, really good touch. Hey, quickly before we go to the break and catch up with Regan Campbell-Gillard, um, recent poll by uh, club bosses, uh, the NRL, if it was to expand 18 teams, the majority believe New Zealand should get a second team. Ahead of Central Coast and Perth, your thoughts, lads? Well, well during COVID times, you wouldn't have another New Zealand side because they've had to relocate for the and, last and two they, years. And you said earlier on, Woogie, they haven't had any six, well, any premierships, the Warriors, so why would you put a second team there, kind of be up against it? I guess let's remember who this is coming from, club bosses. Their, their best interest is to have a side that's not going to compete on their turf. Mm. So maybe maybe we should be talking to other people about where yeah, you right. relocate to. Yeah, and another team in the Eastern Seaboard means commercial partners yeah. that um, one less or numerous less going to your club. So. Yeah. Where, um, where else did they say? I mean, I mean, Perth uh, would have got to go. Perth and Central Coast were were equal on about twenty two and a half percent. It'll all come down to what what's going to be best for the viewer, won't it? I mean, Perth and, is and the perfect Perth is the perfect time slot, apparently. And even if they, you know, I think they're going to they'll let the Dolphins bet in for a couple of seasons before they go. Okay, we need another. You team. know, if it was going to be Perth, mm. they would have to announce it now for the next broadcast deal because it takes that long to mm. build a, 
a second tier team over there, junior representative programs. Yeah. So you've got to have all that underbelly Perth, Perth really strong need. before you've got an NRL team. And mm. Perth, Perth have a competition, but nothing that can support an NRL team yet. So will you be the CEO of the Perth Jets? Is this, is Perth this what, Pirates. The, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What else starts with P? The West Coast Pirates. The Perth Pies. Now, now, um, Fred, the Fassifern fanatic, he said, am I being punished for West Glenn Coast leaving Wales? the show? <laughs> but, but, but it comes what? from the same number. So Fred's oh, got the same, the same number as, as Glenn. Um, mm. I don't get that. Actually, I do. Now, Nick from Newcastle, an absolute dull game of test cricket over in Pakistan. The dead wicket is so bad that the ICC may step and investigate. Now, now we've got three tests, remember? All pitches going to be the same. Um, read, Nick from Newcastle. I read, I read some, somewhere back in the one of the earliest, probably the earliest trip they did in the 60s under Richie Benno, the Aussies going to Pakistan, and they got, they got word early that the first test was going to be played on Koya matting. So he quickly arranged for them to train on mats up in Brisbane before they went over. Really? And they did. They went over there and they, the, the pitch was that bad. They put this matting out. But whenever the Aussies were going to bat, they'd stick all these stones underneath. Mm. So to go, <laughs> the ball would bounce off these different spots on the mat. They said it was just terrific. So It looks like they're playing on a synthetic pitch, doesn't it, Does it? over there? It's just flat out. Do you know the way happening. I'm looking at it is, yeah, it, it's not the greatest test match to watch, but as we said earlier on, this test match, this this tour is m- more than yeah. cricket. Yeah. 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 All right, boys, got to go to a break. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. Mitch Muse with your new Kia Sportage when we come back uh, from the Parramatta Eels. They get ready for a double header. This weekend, got the women and the men playing on the same ticket. Get your Parramatta Eels double hitter tickets today. Regan Campbell Gillard joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Oh, dear. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day. <laughs> Badge, Sats, uh, we'll get here tonight. Uh, text us anytime, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Just seen one come through, which is certainly in line to win our best text of the nights tonight. And pick up that Spinalese pillow for our best texter. You can be like a Yamba Seagull. Last night, 0457 736 736. Big double header this uh, weekend at Combank Stadium. Get your Parramatta Eels double header tickets today. Joining us now on Sports Day <laughs> is the big enforcer from the Parramatta Eels. What did I do? Well, he said double hooter. I probably did. I don't know what's on my mind. Uh, Regan Campbell Gillard, <laughs> mate, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. We're hearing about a lot of rain in, in, in Sydney, obviously, and particularly out west. What's it like where you are? Yeah, hey guys. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty wet and um, not ideal. It's, we've been training, um, you know, on fields that are, are covered in water for the past probably two weeks, and um, you know, obviously it's not ideal preparation. But uh, you can't really control the weather. Now, uh, Regan, we're giving away Spawnley's pillows to the best texter tonight, and you probably need one yourself, I think, because you're a new dad, out, aren't you? How's the sleep going? Yeah, it's yeah, it's good, mate. Um, yeah, I've everything that I've yeah I've expected and um, and what everyone's pretty much uh, told me and uh, for the past I think ten weeks this week. So yeah, probably the past ten weeks he's 
uh, be keeping on my toes. Uh, you know, do some shifts here and there where I can, but um, yeah, he's going pretty good. Now, a little birdie tells me, and I think you know the little birdie I'm talking about. He tells me that yeah. you're the one player in the group that can wind up the coach, Brad Arthur. Is he easy to wind up? What do you wind him up about? Oh, anything. Um, it can be his missing tooth, no hair, um, <laughs> you know, people who he signs and things like that. So just, you know, just any little, um, any little, uh, you know, bite that I can get out of him, it's, uh, it makes my day. It makes, obviously, Steve, um, he, he gets an enjoyment out of it because, um, you know, I can just say one little thing to, to stir him up and, um, I get a I get a very easy bite off. Bread. Who's his favourite? Uh, I've always said Junior. Um, I, I don't know. I, I've always said Junior, but I think, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say Junior. Oh, I don't... Definitely, I'm definitely not Gutho myself or Mitch. Um, <laughs> just because we're probably um, stressing out every every day and every training session, and um, it's probably why he doesn't have any hair as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably us three that annoy him the most. Uh, but I'd definitely say Junior would probably be his his favourite. I reckon you might. You know, you could be one of his because the coaches don't often don't always let players get away with that stuff. I remember. Wayne, Alf was always one of Wayne's favourites because he's just a funny little bugger. But he's the only one. He, got, he called Wayne long neck. No one else could really say it to him. <laughs> but Wayne would just laugh it off. So, oh, yeah, right yeah, up. Well, yeah, yeah I, I think that's just the, the playing group that we have. Um, you know, Brad, Brad's pretty much a mate before, before a coach. So, um, yeah, he's you know, pretty much one of the boys, but um, just a little bit older than us. So, yeah. you know, he, he definitely could take a joke, but... Um, when when it has to be serious, you know, serious footy or serious talk, then yeah, we can definitely flip the switch. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun and games with with our group uh, and, and Brad. Look like you're um, gelling pretty nicely, and and of course, disappointed by how last year finished. Um, how much should we read into that big trial win that you had over the Panthers? Uh, yeah, probably don't read. You know, into it too much. Only a trial, but um, you know, you've obviously got to prepare well and obviously do little things. So I, I thought our trial that we, um, you know, we got a lot out of that trial. Just more of our, you know, of our identity, and um, yeah, you know, we we worked on that during the whole preseason of what we want to, um, you know, believe in and. And work on, and I think I thought that's what we got out of um, that trial. But um, again, you know, we've got to we've got to do that for the next 26 weeks, and um, and make sure that we put ourselves in a, a good position at the end of the year to um, you know give ourselves two shots at it. Yeah, well, we've been through the the teams um, over the last you know few months, but even this week uh, and today, your side out for um, for round one against the Titans. The Eels have not made very many changes, certainly not much different from what you looked like at the end of last year. You see that as uh, an advantage? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, since I've arrived at, at Parramatta, I don't think we've lost um, too many people from, you know, from the top 17. 
um, you know, probably a few here and there from, you know, just to making up a squad have, have come and go. But uh, probably the, our top 17, um, you know, top top 18 even, you know, with, with Nathan Brown as well. It's, we've got the team that's, um, you know, capable, capable enough to, to go forward um, this year. And, you know, we don't lose... You know, we didn't lose anyone over um, over last year. Just you know, Fergo and, and probably Will Smith. But um, you know, we've recruited well to fill in those spots. And um, yeah, I think the boys that are leaving at the end of the year are, are driving a um, a better standard and um, a lot more competitive this preseason. So um, I think having that, I think we're we're driving for a bigger. Uh, a bigger prize at the end of the year. Yeah, Reg, uh, yeah, uh, that group that you've had, that core group, last three years have all been together. And I think in 2020, you went 10 from a, the first 11. I think last year, about nine from the first 11. But uh, uh, listening to Brad Arthur last night on NRL 360, he was talking about how you've changed up training a little bit through the preseason. You've trained smarter this year as opposed to other years. What's What's been different? Um. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> uh, I think it's been all the same same preseason um, for the past four years since I've been there. Um, now, but like we're just, um, you know, we've we've got key um, coaching staffs in in key roles for us as well. Um, you know, Nikki Ennis has, has jumped on board and, and helped us a lot with um, us middles and uh, our um, hooker hooker roles as well for all our attacks. So, um, you know, I, I thought um, that was a massive change. Obviously, David Kidwell will focus more on our defence now and, um, and and obviously Murphy's taking control of um, the outside backs and um, Mary Mary's there as well as, a, a, I think, an advisor or a, or a second year for Brad. And, um, and yeah, I think just our tra- whole training program um, has been a little bit different and, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was too smart because I wouldn't have a clue. They're all hard. We know they're all hard anyway, pre-seasons, aren't they? Net, I was talking to Steve Murphy last week, your assistant coach, and I said the same to him. Other than disappointment, I, I felt as though you, you could take a lot out of that 8-6 loss to Penrith in week two of the finals last year. As a player, as disappointing as it was, is there something you took out of that game leading into the season as a, as a group? Um. I haven't really spoke about. We didn't really speak about that game. Um, obviously, everyone was pretty disappointed at at, at the end of the game, and um, you know, we did say one thing: if we if we match that performance um, on a on a normal day, I think we we beat any other team. But uh, you know, luck luck of the bounce. I said it before. You know, I think you need a bit of luck to go your way. Um, in certain things in certain games and um, unfortunately unfortunately we didn't have the you know that luck to go our way 8-6 um, tough game tough semi-final and um, and like I said I think if we just if we stick to that and play tough like that I, I think we beat any other team uh, this year Regan do you look far ahead at the draw and, and, and look for any particular teams you're going to play or clashes with old old sparring partners best night out like used to be the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't played in Cowboys in uh, I think four or five years. So, um, and I don't think I don't think we get to play there again this year. But um, obviously, like one of my good mates is Paul Bourne. So 
Um, I've definitely looked at the calendar for um, that match, and uh, I think it's around 15 against Bulldogs. <laughs> Post-game so, barbecue too, um, I reckon you'd have. <laughs> yeah. I told him I'd show him a new barbecue. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> oh, good. A nice eagle and brown. <laughs> What what about what about um, what about uh, Reed Marnie? Uh, of course, you missed him in that game against Penrith last year. How's he how's he shaped up for, after shoulder surgery? Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, you know, obviously very disappointed in in the way that his season obviously ended, and um, yeah, he's come back and put himself um, yeah in a good picture to to be there for round one and. Um, again, like I said, Mick, Mickey Ennis has, has helped him uh, massively, so uh, I'm sure he, he's there to um, you know, finish on a good note on, for the you know the end of the year, and um, he's definitely going to be a massive loss for us um, you know, moving forward. But again, we, you know, we've got him for you know, this one whole year, and hopefully mm. we can make uh, the most. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you mentioned Junior Paulo earlier on being one of the favourites of the coach, and he's he's made him a co-skipper this year, co-captain. Uh, was that more around trying to get Junior to the next level? Because we know how talented he is. We know what he can do. He's got a great engine. But some players, more than others, just need to be motivated a little bit more. Was was the co-captaincy part of that? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I can't give you an answer on the um, why he was captain. I think it was probably part of the, the package deal of him re-signing and... Um, no, but look, I, I don't think Junior needs any motivation to go to the next level. Uh, we both feed off each other uh, very nicely, and um, yeah, I think we have a really good combination. So I think he'll, he's going to be in for another massive season. And, um, again, you know, we just feed off each other. I think whatever he does, then I'll try and follow or, or do one one better. So um, you know, we, we've stuck to the same ritual that we've done for the past, you know, four years with, with our pre-season doing our, our early morning walks and, and things like that. So, you know, I think that's just where our combination and, and probably drive and motivation for, um, to go one step further. I think, um, you know, that was probably one of the main things of him, um, uh, probably getting in, you know, captaincy. I, I told him when, when I was re-signing that I wanted to stay and that we had unfinished business and, um, yeah, I think maybe two or three weeks later, I, met, I found out he was resigning. So, um, yeah, I think it's massive, massive news and massive uh, for Junior and and you know Parramatta and his family. And yeah, I don't think um, him being captain he doesn't talk much. Um, but yeah, Gaffer does all the all the talking. He mm. pretty much leads by his actions. Mm, lead by example. Yeah. Hey. Um. And but you got to wait till Sunday for your first game. That can always be. Be tricky when you're uh, you're watching all the other teams go around. We did have a bit of uh, yeah. a disagreement on the show before we got you on around TV. Now I'm not sure how much telly you can watch at the moment with the new bub, but I reckon I might know the answer to this. Are you a f- f- bigger fan of Maths or SAS Australia? I don't watch. I don't. I don't watch um, normal TV. <laughs> I'm pretty much on the on the Netflix and. Um, Dan and, and things like that. I don't really, yeah. All right. The Sinner or Ozark uh, on Netflix? I'm trying to think of what I've watched lately. I'm watching Ozark, so. How good is it? Ozark. How good yeah. is it? Outstanding. Yeah, it's a bit, slow, bit, slow to start, bit slow to start off with it. Mm. Um, Where are you at, yeah. though? Where are you at um, with it? Um, Jesus. 
Which season? Someone would be murdered. Anyway. Someone would be getting killed. Has Roost dad been... Where they're doing the, um, the toss over the casino. Oh, mate, gotcha. yeah, no, you've oh, got... Oh, a long way to go. Wait till you get the last episode yeah. of this season. Mm. Holy moly. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Rich, yeah. when that casino okay. blows up... We're talking like... to Helen Howsby, um, <laughs> New South Wales Swifts, <laughs> Swifts uh, player a little bit later on. We're going to ask her the same questions. What's the most used app on your phone? Um, currently, it's probably my, my camera. Oh, oh the baby, baby photos. Taking, there you go. Taking photos and um, just little, little, because um, you're starting to get a little bit of, I don't know, probably recognising us and outside noises and things like that. So, nice. um, even that rotten, a lot of tiny time and that rotten mustache, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of giggles and laughs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that big one. <laughs> we've got we've got to wrap this up here, Regan. I was going to say that is he the is he the the best player with a mo since Gary Belcher. Well, he twirl, he, but he curls his at the oh, end. Badge didn't curl better. his mow at the end. Mine was pretty crappy. You had the mine best. Mine was a yeah, good game, I, 11 aside. <laughs> yeah, well, mine's, um, I just trimmed mine not long ago, so. Manscaping. Like a, Manscaping, oh, Reg. Yeah, no, it looks like, no. like, like a poor man's mow at the moment. But, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> All right, Regan, we're going to let you All go. Right. Good luck Sunday against luck, the Reg. Titans Easy. at Combank Stadium. Regan Thank Campbell, Gellar, thanks for your time, mate. Uh, Cheers. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. There we go. Bye-bye. He has got a way better mow than what you had, Badge. Yeah, you not, don't. You don't arguing. You don't keep the mow up nowadays, though. Do you? It's kind of there, but I've got lots of face. So, Badge, you've told the story before but for the listeners that haven't heard it. You came back from a kangaroo tour and you shaved it off, no. or you or you grew it. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, it's not See working. you what in. Happened? Listen, guys, oh. we're going to go to break. We've got okay, bills okay. to pay. It's See, boring. hold on. No, no. Well, is it a quick one? No. You'll make it long on eleven purpose, minutes. Now. All right, I'll take it. Go. <laughs> okay. Um, I first grew it when I was... Uh, no, See you in paradise. Get your Parramatta Eels round one double-header tickets today from paraeels.com.au. Thanks again to Regan Campbell-Gillard coming on the show. This is Sports Day. When we come back, season preview. The Sea Eagles and the Rabbitohs find out what Badge and Sats think what's going to happen with them in 2022 next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Thanks to our great mates at Kia, Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler in the Sports Day studio. Your texts are flying through tonight on the text machine. Can I just say, too, how good was Regan Campbell-Gillard? Good guy. Yeah, He's a really, really, dad, really nice guy. Yes. Absolutely mm. fantastic. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, the best texter tonight will get a Spinal Ease pillow. Visit spinalezee.com.au. What have we got, boys? Oh, uh, looks like we're going to come up with Teamless Tuesday next segment, but it uh, looks like Tarek Sims and George Burgess have been, uh, after being named in the Reggies, to play big minutes and come back next week into the NRL. So they're saying that. Uh, this is Queensland saying Tarek Sims and George Burgess have been left out of the sides. We're going to go through those, and you are correct, Queensland. They have been left out yeah. of the 24. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, this is unclear at the moment. We're just, we're just going to find out a little bit more, but Woogie Sats and Tiger. Because <laughs> he's a tiger. <laughs> Rooster Muzz. Now, gents, I'm sure you'll all agree the biting and eye gouging are two of the lower sacks on the footy field. As reported in 4.30 p.m. news, 
uh, during the Super Radio Network talk and sport that Madison Bartlett was from St. Mary, uh, St. George has pled guilty to biting and been let off with a warning. Can you believe it? Surely this can't be true. Now, Rooster Muzz, we're just going to get clarification around that. I know that yeah. she's at present, she was meant to go and... She's at the tribunal right now. Yeah, she's meant to right. go and suffer her fate uh, after pleading guilty. Yeah. Right. So we'll find a little bit more and we'll report you back on that. Can okay. I just um, express my displeasure at anyone who types everything in capital letters? Okay. How annoying it is. They're yelling at you. Is that people yelling? Yes. Like going, just look at me. This is what I've got to say. Hello? Anyway. I get texts like that and I can't read them. Righty, let's quickly do a season preview, boys. Thanks for that badge. Pleasure. We should, you know, we should do a new segment. Yeah. What's annoying badge today? What annoys badge? Yeah. What annoys badge? Yeah, there'll be nothing to talk about most days. There'll be nothing else to talk about. You mean? Really? <laughs> let's really? get into it. Who's uh, the one that blows up every time we walk in the studio? Sats. Uh, no, listen. Now I'm the, t- the boss. <laughs> All right. Sats, when do did, I say did he that? Ever t- when, as you if actually did mention four, on four occasions four. in five minutes yesterday that you are the boss. Oh, just remember, I'm the boss still. Yeah, yeah. yeah the new right. guy's coming in, but I'm the boss. Well, I am. Of what? <laughs> of him? Of this? No, of the- and you blokes, <laughs> right? Just pull your heads in <laughs> and don't do as I do, do as I say. I want you to meet Queenslander, our, one of our listeners. No, I don't want to. Who calls you man boobs. No, he's man boobs. Oh, he's man boobs. He's man, man boobs. boobs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, from Queensland. Yep. Right, yeah, quickly, we've got a couple of minutes to do this. Four play Seagulls. That's where they finished last year. Round one, they're going to be taking on the Panthers, as you know, Thursday night. Sats, you'll be calling that game for NRL Nation. Boys, where do they finish this year? Any gains and losses oh, we're talking about? I reckon they'll slot into about the same fourth. And, and let's remember, they started the year last year without Tommy Turbo, and uh, they've got him... Straight off the bat, and those combinations with his outside backs are uh, looking good. Similar forward pack. Ethan Bullimore is uh, from the Broncos. Signing. Good player. Yeah, good straight into player. the side. Um, they lost a couple of good players. Jack Koshevsky to the Dragons. Curtis Sirenen retired. Uh, Moses Suley gone to the Dragons. But otherwise, pretty much the same squad. And, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be uh, really strong this year, Sats. Yeah, I think I think they'll finish fifth after regular Ooh. season. What do you, you say? Fourth, fourth. Okay. All right, Rabbitohs finished uh, third place last year after the regular season. Of course, got the Broncos at Suncorp Friday night. Uh, you'll find out in Team List Tuesday that Adam Reynolds is not playing for the Broncos. Oh, Where do you see him finishing? Giving it away. Now, the biggest question is life after Wayne. Uh, one thing that I can tell Rabbitohs fans a- is that Hello? Jason Demetrio won't change much from what – he'll have his own little stance on it, but he won't change much from what was successful with Wayne. Uh, yeah, the big loss in Adam Reynolds. Um, I reckon Michael Cheekham from the West Tigers is a good signing for them. Yep. I think uh, Saliva, Saliva Havili from the Raiders is a really good signing for depth as well. Uh, they've lost a number of players, as you said, most notably Adam Reynolds. I think a Jaden Sewell is a big loss. Yeah, big, he know, is. It's just that, that sense of aggression that he brings. They finished, as you said, finished third last year, went through the grand final. I think they slide a little bit until Lachlan Ilias and Cody Walker can find that combination. and. Mm. Uh, I think they finished sixth after regular I've, season. I've got them fifth. Mm. What? What? <laughs> Don't be insulted, Woogie. It's just our opinion. It's not me, mate. It's Oprah. Oh, sorry, Oprah. Mm. Yeah. Now, Phil from Mudgy in relation to that Panthers game against mm-hmm. um, against Manly. Boys, now Cleary's out. Put $60 on Manly to win. I've already got $2.40 odds. Gamble responsibly. Exactly. Mm. This is Sports Day. The all-new redesigned Kia Sportage medium SUV has been unleashed. Meet your muse at kia.com slash au. You're going to go to a break, and I'm going to give you boys a choice of something you want to do next. This is Sports Day. 
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. Meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Pakistan, none for 79 in their second innings, day five. I, th- I can feel a result coming on really? other than a draw. God. What? I thought you were supposed to be a, a cricket I am, but badge, lover. you got to understand, Woogie. You know, a draw is a result. Yeah, but this is not even a close draw. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're only getting to the opening batsman in the second innings. All right. Of can, the first can team, I suggest something. What? Don't watch it. Well, that's a you bit can tune rude. out now. There's lots of other things on. That's a bit rude. There's some yelling going on on another channel over Rod there. Rod on our text line says, uh, "I thought if a pitch is so dead, mm. the ground can lose test status." Yeah, that's correct. Like the MCG nearly did to stop games like in Pakistan. Not good for the game. Mm. And they're first in there in years. Toronto, Rod. Yeah, you're right. We did go through a period there where they were questioning a lot of the pitches. Oh, I think that that's where prepared. the match, match referees will come into it, won't they? And just say, hey, just for future reference, mm-hmm. if you want to get these. Uh, can you water the pitch, maybe? Can you actually yeah, <laughs> put a bit of grass on it? Instead of rolling. You, Listen, think boys, the, you think the ICC would. I think we're just happy to have a test series in yeah, Pakistan. Yeah, you're right. Hey, uh, yeah. listen, I just want to say uh, we're going to we're going to shelve Team List Tuesday for now. Bring it up in the next hour. Oh, really? Because I want to get through the text messages here on 0457736736. Oh, we're only delaying we it by got, about a half an hour. We just got prepared and. Okay, Adrian from Dural, who was always bringing up really good topics to discuss. Um, don't know whether you saw this last night and uh, in the News Corp publication, uh, Buzz Rothfield and. I think it was Brent Reid may have – they went through all the players in the NRL and they put a price, a value on them. Yes. And whether that – see that. According to who? According to them. And oh. looking at the teams with the most valuable players. Yes. So, for example, you know, Buzz Rothfield believes that the Roosters probably have about anywhere from 2 and a half to $3 million over the salary cap in relation to their worth on the open market. Or more – no, I think they were saying more than other clubs that were down the bottom. Oh, they were valuing them at like nine point five million or something. That's not a couple of million over the cap, but they were saying they've got a couple of million more than, uh, you know, say the the Raiders or some other teams that they, they didn't value quite value their players as, oh, as yeah, highly. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've undervalued players at those other clubs. Yeah, yeah. And, and the it, question is, players stay at clubs because of the coaching. The best players that, you know, the and opportunities is, for success. Yeah, exactly. Storm and Panthers so uh, Adrian and, said. Uh, Rate Buzz Rothfield as a league expert, but cannot cop the $1.1 million value put on Caelan Ponga, which had him alongside Latrell. Latrell leaves him for dead in terms of what they bring to the game. Ponga's threat to switch to rugby and try to make it with the All Blacks' uh, first 15. Roger Tua Vasashek is more gifted. Now, I suppose the $1.1 million value, Adrian, and listeners, for me when I look at Caelan is, yes, he brings so much on the field, as does Latrell. Yep. But there's so much more that he brings off the field as well, as does Latrell, with mm. with the the vast array of age demographics that follow the game and whether they love that play. I think they both tick those boxes. Um, also, the commercial, the, yeah. the dollars that those players can bring to a club. I'm, I'm with Adrian on this though. As far as on field goes, I think Latrell is delivering more on, ground, on yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple of players at 1.4. I think he had uh, Nathan Cleary. Yep. Uh, oh, Tommy Trevojevic, yes. of course. Right up there as well. Um, geez, it would have taken a while to compile that. I know that. Hey, can mm. I throw a thought out to listeners then? 0457 736 736. What's Buzz Rothfield worth on the open market? 
who's worthy of being the highest paid player in the competition based on on field? No, I'd only. rather the buzz. Something the bu- sensible, Scott. I like no, that. the buzz mm. one's better. What's buzz oh. worth? What's he earning? I like yeah. buzz, so I'm not going to get. I'm What's he earning? Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. I'm not. Bu- I'm just think it's only fair, right? You were. It's only fair. Uh, right. This is Sports Day for Kia. Uh, Mix news with your new Kia. Sportage. Now break. See you, Buzz. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.